And hello folks, how are we? Welcome to the Al Forn Podcast, sponsored by Betfred and produced by Feeding Knight. It is the final episode, and what better way to finish it off with the first ever guest of the podcast, Schaefer Bates. What a chat we had, such a, a good friend, um, a legendary impressionist, the Gordon Ramsay impressionist, just an absolute blast I had with Schaefer. Uh, on the podcast we just yapped about Newcastle he's a big Newcastle fan Man United uh, our careers so far what we want to do in the future and the videos we made in the past uh, and many other things he's just a great guy to um, to talk to and a very good friend as well so yeah I really enjoyed this one folks and we have we have an impression off at the end of course we do I mean it'd be rude for Al Foran and Schaefer Bates not to have an impression off in the podcast so yeah that happens uh, at the end of the episode but um, yeah that's it folks I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast Uh, it's been a blast so far Um, and also thank you to Betfred our sponsors this season and they've been fantastic and also a massive thank you to Lewis and his team at Feed Ignite um, who've done a wonderful job producing this podcast um, and hopefully we'll be back soon and yeah it's been a blast so far folks and uh, there is more to come hopefully and yeah enjoy this last episode it is the Alphorn podcast season 2 episode 24 with the first ever guest Schaefer Bates. Enjoy, folks. Take care. Game on. Get £30 in free bets from Betfred when you sign up and stake a tenner. Football, racing, rugby, boxing. Betfred have markets available on all of the biggest matches, races, fights, and more. Download the Betfred app from the App Store or Google Play Store, or sign up through betfred.com. Game on. 18 plus begambleaware.org UK and Northern Ireland only first sports bet of £10 and over in one transaction settled in 60 days odds evens brackets 2.0 and over £30 free bet paid within 10 hours of bet settlement 7 day expiry payment restrictions apply SMS validation may be required full terms and conditions apply please gamble responsibly the final episode of the second season and the best guest, like the best guest I could get, the first ever guest on this podcast. And it, well, listen, it won't be the final ever, what final podcast? But listen, it was the best way to end season two by having Mr. Schaefer Bates. How are you, buddy? There was a long pause, and I thought you forgot about me, forgot about my name. <laughs> now that you're interviewing all these major celebs and UFC fighters, just Mr. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that guy I did. That guy I did. That guy I did a uni lad stream with once. He did a couple of impressions. Yeah, <laughs> a uni lads. Oh yeah, the stream. And if you remember, we we did a video a couple of years ago in Keen Toomey's apartment. We we mentioned it probably in the last yeah, podcast. Yeah. Do you remember how stingy uni lad were with the with the credits? Do you remember they wouldn't even put wouldn't. it in the in the caption? They just put it in the comments. <laughs> We're all about growth here, though. And they're gone now, anyway. They're gone. They're gone. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did, we did that live stream for the... Yeah. We, 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 sat, we sat in the, like this little office. 36 degree heat. 36 degrees. There was no air conditioning in there. No. And None at just, all. We just riffed for 15, 20 minutes. 
Oh yeah, there's no structure. It was just yeah. use the live stream uh, and some of the suggestions of impressions were mad. mad. What was the fee I- again? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> no <laughs> zilch zero <laughs> exposure. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that re- that paid for my rent back then. Yeah. Jesus, oh god, good times though. I remember, I remember. I, I was sort of the um, the the devil on your shoulder. You were always like the good cop. I was the bad cop, and I was like, let's get really drunk before we go in. <laughs> I've watched it back once, and I've just got this bright red face, and so have you. And your cheeks are out here, and I'm ears, my hair's as long as it is now. I'm sweating, and they're saying. People are in chat going, do this impression. And I'm just doing the impressions I know I can do. So I'm just ignoring them. <laughs> we walked around London for like that that day. I think we, we walked around pretty much the, the perimeter of the, the the London area, didn't we? we just... Yeah, and you said, uh, you said, oh, look, let's just do another video together. Kind of like what we were going to do with Unilad. You said, let's just do another video. We did it five minutes in Hyde Park. In Hyde Park. On the internet and had millions of views. I'm like... What happened to them days, eh? What happened to them days? Where, where yeah. you could fill them with a potato. No, you and... could fill them with a potato. You could just have an idea off the top of your dome. It didn't have to be layered comedy or complex. You just went, here's an idea, let's put it out. Now you put a video like that out and people are saying that uh, uh, they want to kill you or you're, you should <laughs> quit your day job or... <laughs> Oh, this guy, he's still going. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you give me comments like that, I get paid by clients to do voices. Yeah, those that days was... are long gone. Well, I kind of got a... I don't know, I mean, I kind of felt reinvigorated by um, TikTok. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, sorry, I, I'm saying it so, like, uh, melancholy and, like, as an ultimatum, like, that's it now. I just mean like the simplicity, but yeah, you're right with TikTok. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it does remind me of those Facebook days. It does, yeah. You know, yeah, it's where, definitely going into it now. Yeah, you know, you put so much effort into certain content and, and you'll stick it up and it'll get zero you're, views. You're killing it on there. I remember you saying to me like four or five months ago, oh, I, I just don't get, I just don't get TikTok. I just don't get it. And I went, I'll yeah. just churn away. And every time I go on TikTok now, you're in my feed. Every time I see you, you're there with like 350,000 likes on a video and and you're doing like, you joke. And what you know what I love as well is that your Joe Pesci kills it on a platform that's demographic as 13-year-olds. You do Joe Pesci on them. People love it. Yeah. They absolutely (laughs) love it. I'm like... And obviously now you've got the battle of the... Everyone's Gordon Ramsay on TikTok. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone is Gordon Ramsay. I love it though, because there's so many different versions of Gordon Ramsay. I love it. It's so good. But it's, TikTok reminds me of uh, Facebook when I think first came across you in like 2014, 2015. Yeah. It was there's like... so many young impressionists on there too. Yeah, yeah. And they're good. But it reminds me of... Um, Facebook when, you know, 2015, when I was just starting on that platform, because I was uh, I was fairly big on YouTube. I moved into Facebook. Mm. Facebook was Al Foran's territory. I said, let me check out Al Foran. I was like, holy shit, this guy is, this guy's good. And uh, yeah, I remember it back then. It was like, uh, everything's got to be a competition. Have a fight. Go out and have an impression. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I don't, I, let's team up. Let's and then when up. we did, and when we did, it was you could set up not blowing smoke out of both of our arses here, but yeah, it was seismic. It, it was, it yeah. was huge. Like yeah. you know, it was kind of like that crossover, that 
that all people think shouldn't happen and it did yeah. happen you know we'd been communicating with each other um for months on end and then we actually the, the, the first day we met each other we made that video yeah and it that was just, it within five minutes hello just, how are you yeah here's the video yeah just went nuclear and uh, uh, thanks to Keen Toomey as well yeah for you know shelling out that little idea because I was I remember I was down it was down in Cork um, where Keen is from of course and you were staying there for a couple of days yeah I was a lot of Irish people would know Joe Duffy and the live line which is basically the the radio show of the day basically yeah. in Ireland the top radio show where all of the <coughs> you know the, the 65 year old mothers ring in ah Joe they tell you they have a big problem with that now Joe and Joe talks very much like that you know and I thought it'd be very much like that did you not ring the guards Mary <laughs> 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 but Joe was doing his Funny Friday, which is kind of his his one comedy show a month on that radio show down in Cork. And I remember finishing up and um, wasn't driving at that point. So my mother dropped me up to Keane's apartment block. I remember. Time. That was uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we just went from there. Yeah, it was good, man. But we struck a good friendship as well. It was, yeah, we did. We talk about that video, but that's where we kind of just, we clicked as mates. Yeah. Well, like a like a, like a family relationship we got really, haven't we? You're like a like un- uncle Al and uncle Schaefer. <laughs> but I yeah. am digging it. Going back to TikTok, I am enjoying it. I'm loving the um like the amount of just like it just it's one of them things where I've always loved about it. Doing impressions. Uh I I, I always said like you always get texts off of me where I'm like, oh it's monotonous. I hate doing it, blah blah. I always said I, I, I sound and vice versa. I do the same with you. I, but but it's like I look at you and you and you still churn out new material, new content. And I'm like, when I look back at the basis of when we first started doing it, it was it was supposed to be fun, and it mm. and it is now that TikTok's out, where I just do a few stupid voices and then maybe latch on to like a funny joke or something a bit slapstick. Like I did, um, I had one that went viral the other day where Gordon Ramsay's daughter splashes yeah, water on his face brilliant. and I cut it. <laughs> a really silly idea that one's supposed to be really, you know, it wasn't a. Sh- it wasn't a a Sean Sean Burke layered level of intelligent comedy to that scale by any means because that guy's a genius. Sean um, is a genius. Oh yeah. my god! I just can't. I, his brain just fires on all cylinders. I want to get him on computer. here. Actually, oh, I want to get him on here. Jesus. Um, but it's like I did something silly like that. I'll go away and watch. I don't know Falcon and Winter Soldier. Come back to it. It's got like quarter of a million views. That's the stuff I miss. Stuff yeah. that gets put in the in front of the right eyes. Stuff that's just. It's not supposed to take yourself seriously. Enjoy it. It's there. People see it and go, I like this. That's why I'm enjoying TikTok. And that's why I think I'm hoping but you're doing TikTok very will... well with your McGregor impression on TikTok. Ah, uh, but you'll see me every time. I always tag you. Or anytime I do it, I go, everyone's like, yeah, it's good. That is on my, yeah, but, but no, it's getting really it. good. It's getting yeah, really thanks, good. Right? Like the improvements are like, you've got the dub accent down now. You really have. I remember. <laughs> I'll say it on the... Uh, no, you said it in the last one, so don't... <laughs> go back to the first episode of the podcast. Don't... <laughs> I love that. Go on, come on. We, may, we have new listeners, so you may as well say it. <laughs> no, I'll just touch... I remember it's nice hearing you say that when I first got you down to Cardiff and we hung out and you were really <laughs> drunk and you went, shake for... <laughs> Come here, you're really good, but that McGregor impression is shite. <laughs> I went, and I went, 
But that was four years ago. Well, in my eyes, still the best impressionist on the planet, hands down. And uh, uh, no, I'll always say that. I say to everyone, and I'll I'll fight anyone, (laughs) and I'll fight anyone in uh, in on the undercard of the next Jake Paul uh, fight who says that Al Foran isn't the best. Um, Because you're Dana White as well. Like when I obviously I understand when you're first doing impressions. Yeah. I go, ah, oh, yeah, I can see the intonation now and get where he's getting the base of the voice. But people who are tuning in and going, oh, because Al's this, you know, godly impressionist, they expect you to, boom, Dana, uh, not Dana White, sorry, God, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah. Joe Rogan, sorry. Um, <clears throat> and I'm like, God, I can see us. Now, I, I listen to it, it's immaculate. It's, I think your Joe Rogan impression is fucking insane. <laughs> it's so good. And you have opened up a world now of just, there's so much content you can there, do with that. Well, yeah, it's exciting. There's endless so possibilities with, with that impression. And now all yeah. I've got to do is learn other impressions and come on the show as you would Joe Rogan. Well, that's exactly what we could do, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the magic. And that's that's, that's what me and Schaefer have always kind of... That's always been our main kind of... Um, our end game, I suppose. <laughs> working together and, and, you know, getting these opportunities yeah. to work together. Um, because we have like there's other impressionists out there as well that we want to work with, and um, there's a lot of fantastic female impressionists. Oh yeah, and I'm seeing lately, which is brilliant. I'm so happy to see that because it was it was just us it was us lads for the for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And now to see some great female impressionists like Katya. Oh, she's fantastic. She is brilliant. Yeah, she's so good. Um, she's Katya, so good. Katya, how do you pronounce her surname, sir? Uh, is it Katia Katia Vinge? Katia Kaving, I think. Kaving, yeah. Uh, I can check never, her I'm, out, guys. She's fucking brilliant. She's she's outstanding. And like when you um when you when you get a chance to do a sketch uh next to her, she gets really into it. It is method. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do an impression. I'll go, yeah, I'll do. She's like, uh, no, I don't think that was very good. Let's go again. Let's go again. That wasn't very good. <laughs> Let's yeah. go again. And I'm like. Okay, and I get inspired <laughs> by it, the same as I do when I watch you. But it's loads that like we've talked. I still think it sounds like I got a chip on my shoulder. I do. Um, we still there's still like I think we only came into our prime in 2018, 2019, and we've had COVID, yeah. and the, I've had so many ideas with various producers and writers I've spoken to in London where they've gone, let's get <clears throat> this amount of impressionists together, and let's yeah. get you and Al Foran together, and it just hasn't happened because of everything that's been going on, but. There's still so much time, time for it. Yeah, there um, is. Because it's just a, a, a big impression show comes along like every five or six years, and it's mm. just like I think John Coltrell said it on uh, on the show, and he said, "Yeah, it's time." He said, "They will." Uh, I think it's going to come again. Yeah, I think there's going to be an impression yeah. show. And I suppose and John <clears throat> has obviously worked with many of the kind of the the older generation of impressionists and he's a part mm. of that generation but he said he's like so intrigued and excited to work with the the new kids on the block as well which yeah, i thought was really that. encouraging you know <clears throat> and he had such high praise for for yourself as well she he you know he just he thinks you're amazing as well and he yeah, is he's really really nice guy you know oh, his voice is you're like so cathartic you're like that yeah <laughs> um but look i just want to move on uh because today i suppose this this episode will be up in maybe a week or so so i know Mm -hmm. we're late with this and we don't know what's going to happen in the next week but as it stands the um european super league is gone (laughs) yes gone. okay the clubs have pulled out 
the six English clubs have pulled out, and I believe the Italian clubs have have um, pulled the plug on it too. Wow! So I haven't been for. I saw it <clears> when uh, three or four clubs had pulled out. I saw um, your man from Liverpool gave that speech today, which I thought was. Uh, uh, I thought I listened. I thought it was boneless. I thought it wasn't. I didn't think it was. I thought it was just a plea for. Oh shit! I've cocked it up. Here yeah. we go. Well, he's still. He's still. Um, he's still an asshole for what he did. John Henry, who was the FSG, the Fenway Sports Group. Um, but I think it was admirable for him to actually apologise because you're not going to see that from Daniel Levy. Yeah. You're not going to see yeah. that from Stan Kroenke yeah. or. Um, those leeches, the Glazers. Um, yeah, you're not. But it was great news for Manchester United fans last night with Ed Woodward. Um, oh, God. I mean, it'd be nice if he went a bit sooner, but I, I, I honestly, mate, when that news first broke about the Super League, and they just dumped it on us, by the way. Here you are, surprise. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I tripped out. I thought I was living in an alternative reality. I was like, this is... Yeah, same here. I was like, this can't be right. Is it 70 years of history in this, mm. of like the last 70 years in this country of football? As a Newcastle fan, what did you think? What were you oh, thinking of the future? Like, Well, Steve Bruce probably would have been like, well, you know, we got chance to finish 13th or 14th. <laughs> um, I, I, I wasn't happy really because, as a, you know, it's looking like, <laughs> it's looking likely, Wink, that we're going to be bought um, uh, by the Saudis. Um, but... Um, where would that put us then? Would we, like I just think there's just no substance there. How can you? Um, I, I agree with what Jurgen said, like, how, and, and what Pep Guardiola said. Sorry, like, how can you? There's no sort of basis or yeah. history behind anyone. Be, there's no reason to win. There's nothing. Yeah, it's, just, it's stupid. There's no re. And then it would have caught the Euros. Pep Guardiola's quote because it was a great quote. Yeah, do you pull it up because I, I thought out of everyone who spoke. I mean, everyone spoke well. To be fair. Um, Jürgen, yeah. Pep. Um, I think it's, even Mike Ashley came out and said he had no support for it whatsoever. S- simple, impactful <laughs> quote about yeah. it yesterday. And from from arguably the best coach in the world, it is not sport if it doesn't matter if you lose. Yep. <clears throat> Which is exactly the point. And th- this is my take on what football is. Football is, for me, it's three emotions and one principle. The principle <laughs> being merit and the emotions being joy, anger, and sadness. Mm-hmm. And what those six owners were going to do was they were going to take that away from, from all of us. You know, that's that's what football is about. Yeah. And you bundle that all into one. That's what people call passion. You know, yeah. it's that's what it is. Yeah. And they were going to take that away from us. And um, I think the fact that, you know, so many fans came together, United and Liverpool fans, I was, you know, celebrating with Liverpool fans you know, mates who are exactly, Liverpool fans. Yeah. We all came together. Yes, there's rivalry there. Yes, there's tribalism there in those rivalries. But when you mess with the actual, the game itself, you know, yeah, there's there's yeah. no stopping us. People the will come together. The beautiful game, mate. The beautiful game. Yeah. They were trying to destroy the integrity of the game. Well, I, there were a lot of Chelsea fans uh, protesting uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, and it was it was hectic, and rightly so. Like I think I did disagree with some of the stuff that was going on. There were players and managers getting called out, and it was nothing to do with them. Um, and that's where the owners should be coming forward, all of them, and apologising because you know players, uh, players and managers are in the firing line now, and 
Woodward, Ed Woodward told Ole Gunnar Solskjaer about this Super League project an hour before kickoff against Burnley on Sunday. And Solskjaer was just, whatever, doing out his tactics, his, his lineup. And Ed Woodward <laughs> decided to pop in and just notify him about this. Super so League's he coming. was dumbfounded. He, he didn't know what to do. He, he, you know, and then he was thrown in front of the press to answer questions about it when he did not have a clue about it. So it was very unfair. It was unfair on Klopp on Monday night. And it was also yeah. unfair on Pep as well. And then Jose got the sack, you know, and we all thought Jose had spoken against it. You know? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, Jose spoken against it. Um, <clears throat> apparently that was what was reported first. And then that turned out not to be true. Um, he just got sacked because of his the, the league position they were in, but it's like six days out from a cup final, which was very bizarre. I don't really know. Um, moving on to that, really, I don't really know where Spurs go from here. To be honest, I don't. I, I well, they've got Ryan Ryan Mason in charge, who's the same age as us, right? You know, that's interesting. Though. There's a lot of younger managers coming through now, and there, there's that's, that's happening a lot. Yeah, but it, I think the problem at the moment is there's this. Um, intrinsic thing now where managers just aren't given time at all. Mm. Um, you know, you look at Ferguson when he first started, he was no angel with his record. No. Jurgen <clears throat> Klopp, um, these things happen, but it's no one's given a chance anymore. No mm. one's given a chance, and that's another thing that pisses me off, really. Although people go, Why don't you give Steve Bruce, Bruce a chance then? <laughs> because the st- statistics are there, the proof's in the pudding. I want my team to have an identity and a bit of hope, not, yeah. uh, not to be just, oh, yeah, we'll finish 17th uh, each each year going forward, but yeah. we'll see. And re- <laughs> we'll rely, see. rely on kind of a bit of brilliance from St. Maximan, you know, to get, oh, to, yeah. to get your boy, you know. No, I will defend. I will defend Steve Bruce in that aspect that he's, you know, we didn't have Almiron, um, Wilson, and Maxi for, you know, a couple of games. But again, there's no excuse for the. You look at Isaac Hayden when he came off the pitch halfway through the season and went, he said to Steve Bruce, and you heard on the microphones, this isn't working. Like, what are we doing? Mm. And I just think if he's still managing us next season, I'd. Oh, like, he's ju- yeah, he's just a, a manager that's completely behind the times very like Mourinho mm. you know he he his era Steve Bruce's era was the the early noughties mid noughties kind of yeah, era yeah. When, when Mourinho ball parking <laughs> parking that bus and kind of yeah you know, beating teams on the counter was was kind of the solution but now you know teams have found a way to beat that and I, yeah no and I, I get it people go that's you know similar to Rafa's way of playing but yeah. when I used to watch Rafa play and like the obviously, given the fact there's no crowds now, the belief from the players was incredible. Mm. Like they looked, well, he, he was. You he was loved Rafa. To be, I, oh, I, I thought he was brilliant just yeah. because I loved his his man management, like how yeah. cold he was for people. But people played played for the club and played for him. There was an ide- There was actually an identity that was growing. And I don't care what anyone is, it says. They had a, he had a he had like a championship team. I think Steve, I think Newcastle actually don't have a bad team now. They have a better team now, yeah. Yeah, um, and I'm just a bit like, I, I, who comes in next? I wouldn't mind Eddie Howe to be honest, but I think right, he's, I he's think, up in. I think that no, that'd be the right move for him. Yeah, because he's holding out, he from Celtic. 
He said, I'm waiting till the summer, or is he signed to them now? I'm not sure, because the, there was a report that just came through there. Now, we don't, a lot can happen in a week. This is the 21st of April, so this will be out next week, folks. But Roy Keane is back in the mix for the job again. I don't think that'll be a good appointment for Celtic, I don't. No, I'd like, I, I want him to stay on Sky Sports. I love yeah. the um, the double <laughs> the double act with him and Micah Richards. I think yeah, it's, he's brilliant. It's It's television gold. Yeah, <laughs> he's honest as well. He's not. Uh, he doesn't. Um, oh, sure. He always was honest. I I don't like this way of punditry. To be fair, it hasn't been too bad. But punditry where we uh, pander to players. I think his criticism has probably helped players really. Yeah, but, oh, he's he's old school. He's the last kind of of the old school player. The tough Maguire. The tough. <laughs> <laughs> I like Harry Maguire, by the way. I think he gets unfair slack just because of his price tag. <clears throat> he's not an eighty million pound defender. No, but he's been he's been decent since he came to Man United, and he's played every minute. Yeah, my my problem is I just don't I don't think he's a leader. Well, he was the one that confronted Ed Woodward. Yeah, he led the revolt against Ed Woodward when they um, kind of revealed the plans for the Super League to the to the players the day after the Burnley game. Yeah. You know? Mm. I suppose when you compare him to the likes of Bruno Fernandes, who I think it should be captain. Yeah. <clears throat> but my cousin nailed this the other day. He's a through and through United fan, has been since he was a kid. He said, yeah. look at the body language of Bruno Fernandes, though. He's got, he's, he, can, he bows his head sometimes and gets really, really pissed off. Yeah. And sometimes it can affect the player's mentality. Um, whereas Harry Maguire does always keep his head up, to be fair. But I... Yeah. Guy, he's been great for you, Bruno Fernandes. Oh, he's been fantastic. Now he's oh been off. God. He's been off the boil the last month or two, and I think that's purely down to fatigue. I think he's yeah. just he he wants to play every minute, but I can see how tired he is as each game goes by. Like he's he's playing a full ninety minutes in the Europa League on a Thursday night, and then he'll go play a full ninety minutes in the Premier League on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday evening. You know, yeah. so it's he does need a rest, and I think Van de Beek is Van de Beek, yeah, a bit more now. It's a, it's actually I don't get that because the competition from Van de Beek is is there. I think that's the worry. I think that's got Van de Beek nipping at your heels. If he gets played, he mm. is good. He's he's very very good. But <laughs> so I don't know what he has to do to get played more often. It's he's a very different kind of player to Bruno, and yeah. um, whereas he kind of his movement is the attacking threat. Yeah. Whereas Bruno, Bruno's on the ball, he can he can pick out a pass. Yeah. Um, whereas Donny kind of creates space for, you know, the midfielders that are playing behind him, <laughs> say a, a Pogba or or a Fred. Fred doesn't create much, but for someone like Pogba, he creates that space. You know, he creates space for the attackers as well. Yeah, I definitely want to see more of him because it's, it's crying shame at the moment not seeing enough of him played. Mm. But, you look at the quality Man United have now in midfield, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I see why. I was looking at, um, I always text you after the games, and yeah. the passion made from Cavani after a game oh. is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> he's like swearing at everyone, going, yes. He's unbelievable, isn't he? Oh, he's so good. Just his, is he, he's actually, it's educational to watch him. Yeah. As a strike, like for young strikers, I mean, he, the likes of Rashford and Greenwood and Martial are so lucky to have him 
at the club because they're going to learn so much from him <clears> with regards yeah. to movement in the box, time in your runs, finishing. Like he's just he's just got it all. Defenders can't read him, and it surprises me because he's you know he's a bit older. He's not really quick physically. He's ridiculous. His, his physicality is immense. Like he can just buoy people off the ball. But he yeah. just slips through defenders. He's on the end of a header every time. It's yeah. ridiculous. So I'm, I'm wondering what it, the plans are going to be with him next. You guys extend a contract uh, for a year or you get him in for a year or what? I don't know what's going to happen because... Or Harry Kane, let's go! Uh, oh, I don't know if we're going to have money to, to get a Harry Kane in. I, I think the Glazers are going to punish the club for, you know rebelling against this stupid Super League idea because Joel Glazer was the vice president of this thing. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes. So this was their project. The the reason why Ed Woodward (coughs) left was the Super League falling through. You know, this was the next step for them to suck more money out of the club. Each club, I don't know if you heard, but each club who was going to enter the competition. 350 million, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. He, the, the Glazers, mate, and I and I hear you, I, well, I, I hear every United fan complaining about the Glazers because they are rotten. They make Mike Ashley look bloody brilliant. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. They do. And I don't, if any two fans uh, watching, I, I, I take that with a grain of salt because it is Mike <laughs> Ashley. But um, yeah, they make him, they make him really look, they are some evil characters. Them oh, guys. big time. Big time, and and you know they'll they'll use all of their money and resources to try and get uh, Tom Brady or uh, Rob Gronkowski yeah. for the Buccaneers. You know they won the Super Bowl. I think there was a, such a silly comment on troops. What troops? Um, posted a video the other day on Twitter about why the American owners are pretty much trying to to ruin the game. The American owners in in the Premier League, and like. One guy defended Joel Glazer. He was a Buccaneers fan, you know, and he says, I, I won't hear slander against Joel Glazer. He's delivered two Vince Lombardi trophies to the great city of Tampa uh, Bay. You know, <laughs> they just don't Lord. have a clue. But what the Americans were, because I kind of, Troops is is an American now, but what they were saying to Troops is, yeah, put up with it. I mean, we 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 support franchises. Why can't you guys? The sheer ignorance yeah, of that. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Football, football was created by the communities. Yeah. Working class. Do they not get that? You nailed I mean, it with your tweet stupid. the other day when you said it's not going to be man of the match anymore. It's going to be uh, MVP. MVP. Yeah. That's what made me so feel active sick. on Twitter, guys. Yeah, you've been brilliant on there. That's what made me feel sick. And then, yeah, we go on to this now. <laughs> Conor McGregor saying he's going <laughs> to buy Man United. Surely, right. I know he's, he's being facetious. Well, who knows with that bloke? What? <clears throat> Has he got the money to, no. to buy Man United? No way. Surely well, he'll not. be he'll be a part. If, if, if what he's saying is legitimate and true, he'll be a part of a, a whatever and a, a lot of investors coming in. I don't know. He'll, you know, he'll be kind of the face like yeah. LeBron James at Liverpool. LeBron James has a stake in Liverpool with, with yeah. FSG. So it's kind of the, the lure. Oh, it's LeBron James. He's a United fan, Conor McGregor. He grew up a Man United fan. Celtic, see? Well, he kind of, he's Ce- like- Yeah, he's both. Yeah. Celtic Which and Man be. United. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he grew up a Man United fan, so I don't know. I, 
Turn to say a proper 12 halftime show brought to you by Conor McGregor. Proper 12 on the jerseys. <laughs> I saw I saw that. I saw someone did uh I've saw all the uh seen all the photoshops he was sharing on Instagram uh today with um him in like a Man United suit. Oh, was it? Uh, I didn't see that. They're really good. They're really good. It's him him sat in the dugout like that. And it's really, it's really well done. It just shows you, because I don't, I, I, obviously you follow McGregor on Twitter and you see yeah. that he's, he's always talking about, he's talking about him, he's talking about the UFC, but he's obviously closely following what's going on. Oh yeah. He's seen yeah. that Woodward has resigned and he tweeted that maybe 10, 15 minutes after that news broke. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. He must know something that, a lot of other people don't don't know. Are the Glazers gonna sell up? You know, I don't know. I don't. It's it's Conor McGregor. He's not. He's a, he's an athlete, but he does know. You know, he he knows people in. in yeah, the circles you of get business. this. There'll definitely be word on the grapevine. It, yeah, food for thought, especially mm. when you're around uh, the you know the multimillionaires and the billionaires. Yeah, you gain a certain amount of knowledge that not the everyday person uh, has. So yeah. you probably you know something could have been said. Something, but um, imagine, yeah, it's 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 great. The Super League is gone anyway, and I'm just happy about that. Uh, I want to talk dong. about ding dong, indeed. Uh, ding dong, what who said that was it, Claudio Ranieri? Ding dong, the witch is dead. Ding I was dong. going with Wizard of Oz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on actually, Schaefer, you've started up a streaming channel. Yes, I have, yeah. And that's something I that's something I really want to do, but I was on the stream. It's on Facebook primarily. Me? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a big yeah, it was a big um so I was on uh I'm I'm partnered on Twitch, so technically I'm not really allowed to move on to another platform because you Twitch, you know, Jeff okay. Bezos likes to keep everyone on there. But I was on off and on on Twitch for a while. It was never, you know, it was just a bit of fun. I've always enjoyed gaming, it relaxes yeah. me. For me, it's the closest, and you know, I've been very honest about my anxieties about live yeah. stuff, and I've always said if I was ever going to do stand-up or anything like that, I'd only ever do it next to you, and I've, I've, I don't know if I mentioned that before in the podcast, but... I've, I anyway. think you did, but I, yeah. yeah, we're still planning that, folks. Yeah, and um, and and for me, streaming is kind of like the, the closest I can get to doing stand-up, even though I'm gaming, it's like a, it's like, it's almost like a podcast, but yeah. stand-up, but also you're gaming... You're, you're you are essentially performing while gaming. Yeah. I've I watched yeah, yeah. like oh, you're you, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw you in the street the other day ever and went wild. I'm oh, bored in the house. <laughs> I just popped on. As I seen it was live, and I just went, fuck it, I'll go on. Because I don't oh, yeah. I rarely go on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And I should because it still is my biggest platform and I should get get back into it. But it just popped up. But the, so the streaming, Facebook gaming has only been a big thing for the last year and a bit. Mm. And uh, the growth on it has been, I think they they grew viewership by 210%, I think. Wow. Statistic that came out the other day. The Facebook are really pushing Facebook gaming. I jumped over anyway because a couple of friends, Jeff Leach, he plays the voice of Ghost in Call of Duty. He streams on there. Oh. And then you've got um, Stone Mountain and a few, he's like the biggest streamer well, in the world, really. He's yeah. huge. <clears throat> I hopped on and, and they're all over there. So I thought it's probably going to benefit me more being over here. And I moved over and I've been on it two months and it's been great. It's been like, um, it's been like the old days of Facebook. You know, you still yeah. get people who come over and go, you know, do an impression, you do an impression, you can't. 
Um, <laughs> and um, it's like, yeah, no, I'm game. <laughs> thank you. By the way, thank you very much, Schaefer, for providing the... the- the bleep no. in the podcast. No fucking worries. <laughs> <laughs> we got it all here, mate. We, we, Mr. Lewis, the pre- <laughs> we got the Donald Trump. We got the Donald Trump announcement. Okay, I'm coming back 2024. It's going to be Trump. <laughs> I also got this one that I dug out the other day. Is this some, uh, way. You know that kind of thing. I don't. Um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it, mate. It's, it's it's a good laugh over there. It's great. Um, I it's just it's just a bit of fun to do mm. on the side, and it's it's opening up um you know, other avenues now into the gaming world, which I've been a part of for like sixteen. Yeah, PC gaming, console gaming, sixteen years. Like I'm a massive, a massive gaming fan. Alleviates like anxiety, everything for me. So it's, it's good yeah. stimulation, I find. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Alison does see it like you know she just be putting her eyes up to heaven. Yeah, yeah. You know when she sees me, okay. But and and I know that she knows it's it's a bit of stimulation for for me when I'm doing it. She even said to me the other day because I I I don't know Friday on Friday I'm getting my pacemaker surgery. I've told you about yeah, it. Yeah, and um getting a new pacemaker implanted, all of that. And Alison just said to me, you, you're, moving, you're moving your, your yeah, <laughs> 5G, you're moving your PS5 upstairs. I was like, what? I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. I was thinking of getting those shitty little mobile things where I play it like that, you know? <laughs> uh, you've got to relax and you and sit and enjoy it. I think it, um, I think it, the, the key is just to remember, you know, to prioritize everything you've got to do throughout the day. Because if I yes. say stream twice a day, which I do at the moment, um, you know, because I've got these this fans who've come over now to watch me. So I have, you know, I have to support them in some way mm. by providing content like that. As long as I say to myself, right, you've got to get off and film a video now. Because it can, it can be, you can have an unhealthy relationship if you keep doing it. Yeah. Like sometimes I just won't turn up for, you know, beers with friends after mm. this massive pandemic because um, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stream and game. And then you're on at three o'clock in the morning talking to your uh, your audience and you're going <laughs> senile and coming up with all these anecdotes. And then next thing you know, you could delete your stream the next day because you've said some, uh, a joke that could be, you know, might not yeah. have gone down well in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Definitely enjoying it. Yeah, I need to get into it because I'm just constantly... Free for all. That's the only thing I do. Free for all on, on yeah, Black you Ops. Do, yeah, you don't play Warzone much, do you? No, because I'm pretty shit at it. <sighs> Just come on with me. Me, you and Kean will jump on because Kean wants to get into it. And Warzone's well, uh, getting a massive update tomorrow. Like uh, uh, they're out there changing the map. Everything's getting destroyed. They're starting everything all over again. Okay. So it's going to be all brand new. So it's going to be all brand new players, everything. Yeah. So it'll be nice and easy for you as well. I haven't played it in a year, and I'm I'm I have my Black Ops Cold War disc in. Yeah. But every time I try to go onto Warzone, it won't let me. I think That's I weird. need to do it through Modern Warfare. Probably. Yeah. Last year, I need to put that in. But I, and that's check. the thing. I don't know why I got the disc version of my PS5 because Sophia just ends up taking out the discs and throwing them around like a frisbee. <laughs> no point. I should have got the digital version. <laughs> Everything's you know? digital on PC now. Everything. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw a disc. 
But I like yeah. I like having them just for you know materialistic purposes. Mm. They'll come back around like vinyl one day. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Oh. I was also going to talk about there was a recent thing you did with Game of Thrones. Yes, with Ramsey Bolton. How did that go? So there was as funny actually. I was supposed to go on. Um, uh, it was like a, a virtual event, and old Ewan Reid was playing the voice of Ramsey Bolton. Was uh, <laughs> was on uh, Game of Thrones, so I, they sent me a lovely care package, bless them, and it was nice to dust off the old Game of Thrones impressions because I haven't really touched them in what's it been two years now? Has it been two years? Twenty April twenty nineteen. Two it? years, yeah, yeah, two years. Um, so they did a little virtual event. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, the link didn't get sent out to me until last five minutes of the event. So I was just oh, sat there. With, I was just and this was to watch there. the Battle of the Bastards, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously a Q&A with Jamie East and you and Rian. And, you know, it would have been great. It probably would have been a fire off a couple of impressions. <laughs> I got the link in the last five minutes. So I drank this lovely bottle of wine they sent me, by the way, and all these lovely beers. I drank all them, I was eating all the meats they sent me, like, I'm waiting here like that. Um, hi, I haven't received the link. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, it must have gone into your spam folder, Dad, and I just have been sent it. So I was a bit like, this was two years ago. I think I would have been off my lid going mad. I would have been like, yeah. because, it's, but you know, it's sad. It's, it, it, it was nice just dusting off the Game of Thrones impressions just for the sake of content. But I'm looking forward to... Um, I think it's, uh, is it the House of Fire and Blood? I think that's done yeah. now. I think they've said it's apparently getting commissioned for five seasons. Whoa. Yeah. You were saying, what, five seasons? Supposedly, that's what I've read. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but because um, I don't think they commissioned Game of Thrones for five seasons when it first started. I think it was going to go three at first. But uh, hundred yeah. is it 100 years before the, I think it's set 100 years before Game of Thrones? You'd have to ask your brother. Um, it's, it's, um, <laughs> Damon Targaryen, isn't it? Yeah, it's Rhaegal and, and, and all them lot, isn't it's, it? I think so, yeah. And Matt it's Smith. 300 or 100 years. I can't remember. It's one of them. Yeah. So it'll start off in, obviously, just, we've a lot of huge Game of Thrones fans. It'll start off in kind of Valeria. Yeah. And then they make their way to, to yeah. Westeros. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to feature the battles between all the Targaryen uh, family members. Mm, and the Starks. Yeah. That's the one. I'm interested. I can't wait because it's just, again, like Peaky Blinders coming back on. Rest oh, in that's peace, your uh, baby. Helen Rory, by the way. That really, ah, yeah. how sad that was. So sad that was. Damien Lewis. God bless him, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Peaky Blinders will be on next and that I'm really excited for because the end of the last season was phenomenal. There's so many shows that I need to... I used to jump on a lot of shows. I think the last show I really jumped on, mate, was Danny Rand. <laughs> That's the last time I, honestly, I don't, I got all these shows to watch. Like that I was the last show. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I mean, no, I mean like in terms of impressions, like I could have done The Mandalorian. Um, mm. You know, I could have done, uh, got back on The Walking Dead, which I've done anyway, really. Um, you know, uh, WandaVision. But I just, I'm like, I watch them and I practice the voices, but just go, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything with that. But I um, think I think with One Division and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Mandalor the Mandalorian's a great character, but he has the helmet on. And then yeah, you probably there good characters on there though, like um, Carl Weathers. Yeah, character. Carl Weathers and uh, what's his name? Um, not, oh, Giancarlo God. Esposito. No, is it Tom? Is it Tom Waits? Who is it? Who's like? 
No, it's no, Nick, it's Nick, Nick Nolte. Nick, yeah, Nick Nolte. I always get him confused. I, it's the Mandalorian. We have <laughs> yeah. to find it. I loved him. Like, I just thought he was a great character. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was... Uh, he was great in Warrior. Remember that movie? With Tom oh, Hardy yeah, and Yeah, Joe. very, very good. He very was amazing good. in that movie. Yeah, makes me cry, that film does. Makes oh, me cry. Oh, it's a real tearjerker. When he has the PTSD, the news. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, speaking of MMA... Uh, movies and TV. Apparently, that show Kingdom on Netflix is supposed to be unbelievable. What's that about? It's it's um I haven't watched it, but it's about a family, kind of a family born and bred into mixed martial arts. Right. Um, but it's supposed to be unbelievable. Uh, I've just I've been, I don't I can't count how many people have recommended it to me. So I think it's something. It's a drama though, is it? or is it like a? It's a drama. It, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nick Jonas is in it, and the guy. Yeah, the guy who was training Joel Edgerton in the Warrior movie, who was yeah. his coach, he's the main character in it. So he he obviously has some, I think he has a background in MMA. Frank Grillo is his name. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll yeah. give it a watch then. I think I've, I've seen that pop up a few times, say people yeah. can give that a watch. There's so many shows. I'm, I, I, <clears throat> I think tonight, I'm, no, I can't. I, tomorrow I'm going to watch, uh, binge watch... Um, Winter Soldier and and, and Falcon because I haven't watched any of Great. them. Oh, I I've I have the the last episode I didn't watch. Oh, is it so over I, now? No, no, no. Sorry, last week's episode I didn't watch. Yeah. Um, but the final episode is this f- coming Friday, the twenty third. So I'll watch. I'll just fit both of them in and watch it on Friday. Uh, Apparently, what... Invincible is great too on Amazon Prime. It's the animated super- the animated su- superhero film, yeah. There was so many good series that come out over the last two years. I thought, um, is it The Boys was oh, on Amazon? That was brilliant, there's, that's, that was. There's one for you. Yeah, there's some good characters in yeah, that. Yeah, man. You, yeah. I mean, it, it, Billy Butcher and Homelander. Yeah, yeah, they were good. What did he used to see? He had like this dodgy Cockney accent, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Carl yeah, it was Urban. brilliant. Yeah, it was great. I need to I need to catch up with that. I think I watched the first series and was blown away and then I just got distracted and didn't. But it takes a lot now for me. I think because I felt so somewhat betrayed by the last season of Game of Thrones. I'm very open with that. Sorry if any of uh, me the cast members watch yeah. this, uh, watch Al's podcast. I, I, feel, I feel sort of betrayed by watching a series now because I'm like, I've seen it happen so many times now where the writers sort of just flunk out in the final episode or the last season. Yeah. Uh, like Dexter did the same, didn't it? There's a few things where it's like, what? Yeah. That was the ending. Come on. Um, and just so many things yeah. happen with Game of Thrones made, like to put me off watching well, any sort of series. Well, as you know, I rewatched The Sopranos. Yeah. My ter- Amazing. You watched, yeah, you've seen all The Sopranos. I've, I've not seen all of it. I've watched... Probably half of it. I've got the box set down there. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Get get yourself back into it when whenever you can. I'll watch it from the start again. I, I just it takes it because the first season, it's the first season is great, but like every TV show, you gotta get sucked in. And yeah. by doing that, you gotta commit to the first five to six episodes. But once yeah. you're in, you don't go back out. And I just I remember watching, I remember watching it there few months ago and I was just thinking to myself Jesus Christ this is the greatest thing I have ever watched television or movies yeah. there is nothing that can compare to this now Game of Thrones was amazing I always used to think the scale of Game of Thrones was it was incredible yeah the biggest I've ever seen 
yeah for any TV, TV show. show yeah or film but when I, I I watched Sopranos and I just just James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano it's one of the greatest performances I have ever seen from yeah he, unbelievable isn't he? oh, he's incredible he's true but he, he because it's like he becomes your mate for those six seasons he's yeah. your pal he does questionable things but you're like ah you know you're kind of like ah he's but there's a nice side to him you know that's that's incredible acting though isn't it when you you start to empathize with the character though that's what it's all that's what it is all about essentially but he's certainly yeah. supposed to be playing him isn't he yeah the many saints of newark <clears> which is out in september and is he going to be playing a, a younger version of his character yeah Younger yeah. Tony Soprano. John Bernthal is playing the oh father. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, be great. Didn't have series, Sons of Anarchy. I couldn't get into that. Oh, could you not? No. I got into it. I, I, I kind of knew what I was signing up for when I was watching. I knew, like, it'd be a little bit cheesy. Um, You know, I, I, I saw, I, you know, I, I had to watch kind of the last few episodes, I think it was the third, second or third season where they went to Northern Ireland. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. a cringe fest, but I got through it. Um, you know, but it's, it is a good show. It's very juicy. The storylines are very juicy in that show. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. I just, I was like, mm. I just thought it was yeah. a bit mismatch. But I mean, speaking of dodgy, uh, dodgy experiences with Ireland. I looked at that trailer of Christopher Walken playing an Irishman. <laughs> it's literally like this. It, it's honestly like this. Do it there, he, walked, yeah. he walked into the casting casting room and they went, oh, uh, Christopher, you're going to be playing a, you know, a farmer in his mid-70s, quite a comical guy, um, but, you know, very set in his traditional ways. A, tr- a, a true Irishman. Okay, here we go. Barney, what are you doing over there? You can't just run off with these guys. Okay. <laughs> At, now, can you do it as, as the Irish farmer? Barney, what are you doing over there? You can't just run off with brilliant, smashed it. Well then, Chris, come on in. I watched the trailer and I was like, he occasionally has eloquency of going, of saying like an Irish <laughs> word, but it sounds very like, oh, hello there, sign of it, kind of thing. Like really just... Like when people do a Welsh accent, they go, hello, I am from Wales. And you're like, same when people do an Irish accent, they go, oh, hello, hello there. Top of the morning to you. Well, what surprised me most about that trailer was Christopher Walken and Emily Blunt had a better Irish accent than Jamie Dornan. Yeah. Jamie Dornan is, now listen, he's from Northern Ireland. Uh Well, my God, like he's geographically pretty close to where that film was set. He, he, obviously, he obviously just never, he probably just left Ireland and, and, and surrounded himself with Americans for so long. <laughs> he must have. He must have. But I just thought his accent was pretty oh, questionable. Christopher Walken's from Chicago. There's quite a big Irish contingency in Chicago, not Huge. as big as Boston or New York, for example, but there's a lot up there. So maybe he's picked it up that way. But <laughs> 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 oh my God, I was like... That oh. impression, by the way. Well, it's just world class. It's my favorite. It's... I decided the other day, someone kept asking me on stream, what's your yeah. favorite impression, you guys? It's Christopher Walken. I think it's just because I just, I think he's absolutely amazing. I just want to see him be in. I'm very, I'm, a, I'm aware that a lot of these guys are getting older now. Your Al Pacino's, your mm. Joe Pesci's, your Christopher yeah. Walken's, your Robert De Niro's. They're all getting older. And I just want to see Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro in a film. 
again. Um, I think just, are they are they in a movie? I don't know. Are they? They did, yeah, they did Deanna together. Oh, they did. No, no. Have they been like recently? Oh right. Um, I think they might. No, I don't. I don't. I, that's what I mean. I don't think so. Yeah. A good, a good gritty movie though. Like in the, yeah. like Christopher Walken is people like call him the cameo king now. Like he's a vi- like a one. You know, he's he's an incredible actor, <laughs> award winning. I just want to see him in some you know more serious roles again. Like when yeah. he was in True Romance. Like that scene is incredible. Great scene with Dennis oh, Hopper. Yeah. Another great actor. Incredible. But he doesn't... Ah, like, I just want to see him have a, you know, a good role. I loved him in Seven Psychopaths. I loved him in Seven Psychopaths. Oh, I lo- that's a great movie. That is a great film. I think any film that Colin Farrell's in nowadays is great. I loved him in The Gentleman. Oh, he, I, he essentially one... played Coach Kavanagh. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that was another great... I loved that, The Gentleman. Oh, it was brilliant. That was a great Guy Ritchie film. Like, it was Guy Ritchie back to his roots. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey in that film. And honourable mention, Hugh Grant no, played he, he essentially it. Michael Caine. He was amazing. <laughs> played, uh, he's a, uh, he was a gay paparazzi, wasn't he? And he kept f- flirting with Charlie, Charlie yeah. Hunnam. Oh, was Charlie Hunnam was actually quite good in the two. He's just got to do his Geordie accent and he's yeah. be himself. <laughs> yeah. I'd love for him, so I'm off on a tangent here, I'd love for him to play Conor McGregor because Charlie Hunnam looks just like him in my but he looks like Conor McGregor. Yeah, he does. That's a great shout. But he won't sound like Conor McGregor. He, they'll have to get you in to do the ADR for him. You We'd just, have to. We, we'll teach him. You, they get you in. Whatever. You just whatever. Dub over. <laughs> whatever. He just he just talks like this. And you dub over him. <laughs> give us half. Give us half his fee and ten percent of the box office. <laughs> <laughs> I will be rich, mate. We'll be rich. I'll come in and uh, I'll come in and out with a body language training. You do all the voices. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Uh, Oh Christ alive! Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, so this is the last episode of the season, folks. So we may as well end it on a on a funny high note. We may as well. Me and Schaefer may as well do a few impressions together. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't know. I have a list here, but I know we're going to go off. Um, blowing off the cobwebs. Da, 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 da. Steve Bruce, I love your Steve Bruce. He did it earlier on. Well, you know, I'm very happy, Al, that you got me on the show mm. because I think, um, you know, the Newcastle fans, um, you know, they root for me. Uh, you see, a lot of this social media stuff is nonsense. And, you know, getting on a, a platform like this to, you know, speak my truth, tr- truth, truth, and just roll my sleeves up is um, is the key, really. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to kick on and, 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 and roll our sleeves up, even if we're right at the bottom of the Premier League because, you know, all the other clubs in the top six, they're looking over their shoulder. So, you know, I'm very happy with that. Of, of course, and I want to say it, I'm a big fan of Brucey. Uh, came in, of course, the, the year after he left, but he certainly left his mark on the team. Uh, a fantastic individual, uh, great servant to the club, and fantastic for Newcastle. Uh, look forward to, of course, uh, facing him next season. Should be brilliant. We'll have a kebab together soon and a few pints and a couple of cans of Pringles uh, or something. of course cans of Pringles what was your favourite ready salted or well you know I'm I'm not much of a you know uh, I like a, a a sour cream and chive a sour I'd, cream and chive yeah. I'd be salt and vinegar <laughs> the blue one fantastic I love it <laughs> 
Do you, oh. do you lick the, the flavour off the Pringle? Well, you know, I, I put remember... Put it back into the box. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I used to shake the can up to get the flavour across all the Pringles. And it's like what I do with my players. I just give them a shake up every now and then and make sure that they pull their sleeves up but give them a shake up at the same time. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but, you know, I, I, I don't have much to say about my tactics either, so... I, I want to speak to Gordon Ramsay. I it's think... Like, I don't know. What do you think of me? What do you think of... Well, of, of, uh, I know, Jose, that you um, live just round the corner from uh, one of my amazing flagship Mayfair restaurants. Okay. And uh, very sad to see you in a full tracksuit uh, walking past the restaurant yesterday. Um, you looked very unhappy. And uh, mm. um, you are more than welcome to come in to the restaurant at any time, Okay. Just make sure you don't park a chair right in front of the door as though it were your back four at Tottenham. Okay. Amazing. Well, what if I criticize the food? Uh, uh, beg your pardon? What if I criticize the food? What no, happens? No, listen, no. Okay. The food is amazing quality. Okay. But what if, um, this, what if it is shit? What do I do? Like, you mean like your, your team when you're the manager? Okay. The difference okay, between okay, my you food. Speak, you speak about my team. The difference I between speak, my food. I okay. three Premier League. Three Premier League. Okay, right. And I have five Michelin stars, big boy. I have two Champions Leagues. Okay, equates to what right now? You're Success. out of a job. Success. Okay, we're looking. We're looking for a pot wash. You're welcome to come in and trial. Okay, you sell your soul. You do not cook anymore. You show up on TV show oh, after TV hey. show after TV show. You got him on I, here. I have you to question. I have to question whether it is you doing the cooking on your TikTok videos or it is someone else. Listen, I have okay. to question. I have to question. Let, let me ask you this, okay? When you had your little uh, your little bickerman with uh, Ole, okay, about okay. someone being a better father and uh, taking food away from one's children. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that they didn't do bad things. What, what did you mean there? I, I don't mean... What, what do you mean? Okay. You had Ole saying, oh, God. Okay. How about Sonny? How about Sonny? Exactly. About Sonny he, come ground. on. What was that? What do you mean? He went down like a sack of shit. I think it was wrong for him to criticize a player like Sonny, one of the top players in the Premier League. So I think if you were a manager or a chef, and someone criticizes your sous chef, you get behind them. No, okay. The only don't call thing... them, you don't call them expletives on what you do. Listen, okay, <laughs> if Sonny was working the line in one of my restaurants and he burned his finger and somersaulted across the kitchen, okay, I'd be behind him all the way out of the fucking restaurant with a P45, okay? I'd say, get out! But he is your best performer. What happens? Absolutely. He is. He makes a Your uh, best wicked. Performer. He makes an incredible chili con carne. I think if you have someone who cannot perform like Deli Ali, you tell him to fuck off, okay? <laughs> if you have a Deli Ali in the kitchen, of course. But he's expendable. On you, Gareth Bale. He is expendable. You send him to Marco Pierre White, whatever. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Marco, Marco, Marco is the champ champ. Speaking of the champ champ, okay, Connor, you didn't turn up for your reservation after the Dustin Poirier fight. I mean, you, you were criticizing me about that a lot, you know what I mean? So, listen, 
we have to do the background checks on and 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 um, we have to see if it is legitimate or not. What are you doing, me pirate and charity? What I mean, I get a lot of shit for that. So I, I think it is very unfair. Um, and I do look forward to to beating Dustin now. I, I look forward to igniting that rivalry that was in the first fight because the second fight was all fake shit. We were all happy with each other. There's a man who was there shaking his hand. I was saying this to him. All right, Dustin. All right, Dustin, you wait in, okay? Bullshit. They want the real McGregor back. They will get the real McGregor back. So that's it. The McGregor that makes money. Sure, I didn't even have to fucking sell anything. I was I was being a nice old sportsman like sportsman, you know, against Donald and against uh, Dustin. But now, now, now I, I'll go back to my roots. I'll go back to my roots of, of being that brash, cocky Irish man. That, that, that all right, all right. Connor, I can't wait to see you at an Austin FC game if you'll have if you'll come along. Thank I'd love you, sir. Austin FC jersey, it's green, much like your motherland. Thank you, sir. I mean, the only way I do that is is getting a piece of the pie. You know what I mean? Give us a give give us a piece of the pie of that, of that uh, fantastic, beautiful club that you have in, in, in Austin. Uh, we will discuss things in uh, alternative dimension about <laughs> stakes and shares and. Stuff. But right now it is a Fugazi. It doesn't exist. I am just the face of the club. Austin FC heading to the Champions League. If they'll have us. Hey, hey, man, it's Woody. Oh, hey there, Woody. <laughs> it's been a while. Listen, I put a I put a great photo up of us on Instagram the other night. We looked absolutely high as kites, but we <laughs> reached the ozone. I miss you, buddy. Man, I miss you too. I think. <laughs> I mean, the best thing for us to do, I mean, I hear HBO is, right. they don't know what to do with True Detective. I mean, they want to bring us back in, in some capacity. So that. <laughs> All they got to do, Woody, is give us those green lights. Not the Amers, not the Reds. They just got to get, they got to give us those green lights. Green lights, my and double, double the fee. And That's the one. You, we got to. We got to sell my book somehow, Woody. We got to get it out there. We got to make well, the sales. Well, what do we have? We had three spliff breaks on set during the day. Right. We got to maximize that to possibly six. And that'd be, I mean, we'd maybe be happy even, with that. Maybe even 10 and, and then another 10 and another 10 until one of us passes the fuck out. 100%. <laughs> I see what you did there, man. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast in itself. Woody, Woody and Matthew McConaughey. That'd be like that'd be like that'd be I like Mike Tyson's hot boxing. Imagine getting all three of them on. God, man. We well, you know, speaking of Mike Tyson, I wanted to speak to Chris Eubank because you know you say you say a boxing philosophy. I've asked you to come on. I mean, you you decline my request. Why is that? It is, um, Mike. It is. It is, um, and I and I want to make this uh, this very clear because uh, in the sport of boxing, uh, people think that there is always a constant rivalry. You understand? And people think that when I talk, I do not make any sense. They think um, I go off on a tangent. I don't. I don't run no jokes. We don't run no jokes. You understand? There's no rivalry between me and you. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm two weight classes above you. But so no, I, of course, and I understand that you uh, you have been initiated um, in the Warriors Code for some time. But I want to make this clear. I would love to come on um, hot boxing, but I I will say it. I will not engage in the um, 
the 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 smoking of narcotics that is not uh, i do not want to taint this body when i hear the we're not gonna press you into doing that man so don't worry about that i mean we have william satner on man william satner captain kirk himself i mean we didn't offer him any of that shit in fact i smoked it before he came on you know and i just wanted to hear him say captain's log start eight four five five six that was amazing what you just did. Your transition there, my, uh, Mike, <laughs> it is though that you are on shrooms. Shrooms. <laughs> You're on the shrooms. Uh, I want to hear Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my Ryan Reynolds. It's, it's almost, my Ryan Reynolds is still to this day, it's like a work in progress. I bought Wrexham off the back end of, like, I just, I, I feel <laughs> like it should be bad. It almost should just be always like Deadpool. Hey there. I don't know why this changes it. It's like placebo. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Ryan Reynolds here. Hey, it's me, Ryan Reynolds. Hey, Wrexham Football Club are interested in going into the <clears throat> Super League, which Joe Pinder would say that smells like a rich scent like my balls. <laughs> I, I, I love what they're doing with Wrexham, mate. Onto the, onto the Super League they'll be going when it, re, <laughs> when it comes. <laughs> you know, listen... I want to talk as Rio Ferdinand as well. Love it. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think you do a fantastic clop as well. I like your clop. Yeah, you know, it is um, for sure. It is something I'm working on. Um, yeah, you know, it's um, it's an honor to be um, talking to you right now. I mean, you're, you're, a, you're a football man through and through, you know, and you're stuck. Uh. You know, and <laughs> I think, it's, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a disgrace what they were trying to do. Uh, uh, for sure, you know, um, uh, I, I, I was thinking uh, this morning, <clears throat> um, people criticizing Liverpool um, away from uh, uh, the Super League um, because we don't have uh, Van Dijk as centre-back anymore. At the <clears throat> moment, he's uh, injured. But if you were our centre-back, I think we uh, we might have played for the Super League. Uh, we might have gone forward and had you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of right backs, <laughs> but of course I played right back for Manchester United. But I would have prove, had you as a centre back. I know. I never so. <laughs> played centre, but I played right back. For I would have United. had you I wanted, Gary. <laughs> well, I love it. I mean, Trent Alexander Arnold. He can't defend, but he can attack. Great attacker, <laughs> but when it comes to his positioning, defending it, he's absolutely atrocious sometimes. Really bad. And that's and this is a, it's this is very much a work in progress. And the problem you have there is it's the reason you, you know you, there you, there's so many holes with Liverpool at the moment. It's not Virgil Van Dijk, and it's not the owners. It's Paul Pogba. <laughs> Paul Pogba is allowed. Uh, the the other morning I was I was having eggs on toast with my wife. And she had a little trip down the stairs. And, you know, I looked around and the, the, there was a rail I should have fixed for, for months. But it's Paul Pogba should have been watching the fall there. He was not man-marking my wife, so she fell down the stairs. And she got very injured. And it's Paul Pogba's fault. That's what it is. Paul Pogba. You know, it's it's typical, Graham, you know, to, to be talking about that. You know, with, with Pogba. You know, sometimes you can, you know, you blame a lot on Pogba. At times, you know, but listen. And you have to say, and most of the time I'm right, it's Paul Pogba. The reason. Well, listen, I'm not saying you're not right. Listen, Graham, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm thinking about what you just said there. And the reason you're speaking with such passion about that boy, well, because it's Paul Pogba. 
That's the reason why you're... <laughs> I spoken out against him a couple of times, you know. Spoken out. Listen, a quality player, a great player, great skill. He's not denying he's not a quality player, but at his, the end his of the agents, day, his agents, an asshole. The, Let's be honest about his agent. There's no denying that, but the reason his agents an asshole is because of Paul Pogba. The reason the Super League is happening is Paul Pogba, and now it's not happening. Is it? It's not Paul Pogba, but it might be Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. <laughs> Paul Pogba for breakfast, lunch and tea. <laughs> that will never leave poor El Graham soon as his obsession with Paul Pogba. Some of the memes about him when anyone mentions Paul Pogba and it's him like this. I wonder if he finds it funny. <laughs> I've seen him laughing when um, Michael was recording. Uh... Oh God. Jesus Christ. Roy Keane. He was recording him on Steam <laughs> and Graham Sooness walks past laughing his head off. I think he's actually just, he's, he's a good, he seems like a top I, laugh. I met him. Um, oh yeah? And he's a really, he was really nice. I met him yeah. and Jamie Redknapp about four years ago and he was a lovely chap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was there, with, that was a packed day. It was a thing at Sky Sports. I was with Don Robbie himself. We did a video together, myself and Robbie from AFTV. Um, Thierry Henry was there. Yeah. Arrogant as ever. <laughs> I just have an issue with Thierry Henry. He ruined my 18th birthday. Oh, no. Handball. You oh, know. no. <laughs> I turned 18. I remember we, I turned 18 and I remember Robbie Keane scoring yeah. in, the, in the Stade de France. And then that, oh, it broke so it broke our hearts, you know. You have a personal vendetta with him now. I think I remember saying to him, I said, oh, you handled the ball on my birthday. That was it. And he went like that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen. Oh, good Lord. Probably one of the best players the Premier League has ever seen. But For sure, for sure. He just stained his reputation. Um, Where is he he now? Who's he managing? Is he in America? I believe he's in America. America. He actually went off social media. Um for a, a a very valid and brilliant reason until there's kind of reform with, you know, the abuse, with racial abuse that is so feckin' prevalent on social media. But he said, I'm not coming back until these big companies do something about it and ID, regulate mate. it. Just get, provide ID and Provide ID, 100%. And I agree, I agree with him and, and his stance there. I think that sends a big message. I think more people should should do it, you know. Yeah. I agree, mate. I agree. Some of the stuff me and you have been sent in the past, I'm sure. Oh, it's shocking. And then you see, you know, the the abuse that some of the black players are getting exactly, after each yeah. game. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. It's 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 actually it's all over Instagram and it's, it's just such Neanderthal behavior. I don't and oh. it's just it does it it's fucking bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's and and that's that's another thing as well. I mean the weekend they announced the Super League was the the kick it out, the kick it out the racism kind of awareness yeah. Yeah. weekend. They had a big campaign for it. And those selfish bastards decide to, you know, unveil their their little super duper league, you know, on that weekend. Yeah. You know, it's just they have no concept awareness. of reality yeah. of what's going on. You know, what message does that send to it's ridiculous, community. mate. It's no. ridiculous. 
But I think uh, with everything that happened yesterday, um, with that Chauvin getting sent down, I think it's, things are going the right way. So many good things yeah. have happened over the last yeah. these last few days. It's going, you know, when people come together, mm. change can happen. And it sounds cliche, but it does. It can. Yeah. And it will. Yeah. 100%. No, 100%. And it has. It's been a good few days. It has been a good few days for yeah. social issues. Justice. Justice. You know, people just coming together in general. It has been. Yeah. It's been good. But listen, pal, it's hey. been fantastic. The first guest and the 24, this episode 24, we did. This is the 34th episode. Oh, Jesus. Podcast and tell, yeah. Man, that's flown by. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was over a year ago you came on. Yeah, it was, yeah. But now I that's really summer. enjoyed that and we'll, um, we'll clip some of those impressions as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. We, <laughs> we just riff me and this guy. And when everything is back to normal, we will we'll be making content together. But no, we want to, I mean, we want to do projects together, myself and Schaefer. We want to yeah. take our game to the next level, folks. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we plan to do. Yeah, you won't not see it. It has to happen. It's mm. imminent. Yeah. And it's we just need to get tagged in the caption. <laughs> yes please <laughs> yes please Schaefer thanks a million for coming on My man. thanks bud appreciate you thank you very much build your own unique bets and get the odds instantly with Betfred's pick your punt builder corners cards goal scorer and more they've got them all download the Betfred app to build your own unique bets with instant odds 18 plus begambleaware.org singles only pick your punt builder is available on selected matches at betfred's discretion visit betfred.com promotions for more information and for full terms and conditions